all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Ah, feel the woe with Listerine at BJ's. You can save $2.50 now on Listerine products like Total Care Anti-Cavity Fluoride Fresh Mint Mouthwash or Cool Mint Pocket Packs Fresh Breath Strips at your nearest BJ's location. Experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with Listerine. Discount available through December 24th. Save now only at BJ's. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and Pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 877-552-4746. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in the app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message. Bible's up. Let's get into this word. Let's go. I am blessed because the life-giving message I'm about to hear will change what I do in Jesus' name. Amen. So God, speak. Do what you do when you do how you do when you do it because you do all things well. I decrease now and that's that you would speak through me, preach through me, teach through me, impart through me now, God. And we will give you the glory forever. God, we speak big. You didn't save us from hell to live in hell. You didn't save us to live mediocre, average, raggedy, jacked up lives. You saved us that we might rule and reign and conquer and subdue. And for this, we give you praise in advance tonight. I need you to worship God for five seconds in this building and online for the word that's about to come. Come on, Wednesday, five. Let's go. Four. Listen, why am I worshiping? Because you're getting yourself ready to receive. Why am I worshiping? Because you're getting your heart ready to receive. That's your mind. You're getting your spirit ready to receive. Come on, say it. Say, I'm open and I'm ready. So we are in this series called Christmas is for Giving. Each message is a gift to you. Say, each message is a gift to me. Today's gift for you is this. I'm going to get right to the gift. I don't know about you, but whenever I get a gift, I can't wait. I have to unwrap it immediately. I'm not waiting until I get home. I'm not waiting until later. I'm not, watch me, I'm not going to watch everybody else open theirs and wait to open mine. I'm not doing that. If I see it, I'm going to open it. Bishop, why are you telling us that? Because for some of you, watch me, I came to tell you tonight, this is not for everybody. I tell you how many people it's for. It's 17 of you that are under the sound of my voice. Hear me, watch me. The Lord's word to you tonight is you're not going to have to wait no more long. Okay. It ain't for everybody. But for those who I might be talking to, if I were you, I'd respond to that with a shout. If I were you, I'd respond to that with a put. You've been waiting, 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 waiting. For 17 people tonight, I came with an announcement. So wait, 
is out. Help somebody next to you say your weight is over, your weight is over, your weight is over. Text, some, uh, text somebody, call somebody, share with somebody, tell them your weight is over. Baby, the gift is ready, the package is prepared, all you got to do is unwrap that thing. And come on, come on, just everybody speak and say my weight is over. Listen, listen, I asked you on Sunday this, what are you magnifying? And we learned that to magnify means to make something appear larger than it really is. It means to increase or exaggerate the importance or effect of a thing. And then it means to glorify God. Now pay attention. What you magnify, I taught you, is your choice. You have a choice to magnify the bigness of your obstacle or the bigness of your God. Yes, I made the word up. You have an opportunity and a choice to magnify what's stressing you out or magnify your Savior. You have a choice to magnify what's not going right or to magnify what's going right. Somebody say, that's my choice. Some people move funny. They move funny because they magnify funny. What do you mean, Bishop? When you constantly magnify negative, you're negative. When you constantly magnify things that don't matter, you're irrelevant. When you constantly magnify, watch me, people that did you wrong, you can't see anybody doing you right. When you constantly magnify your Judas, you'll miss that you got a John that's making up for the lackluster performance of a Judas. I I'm going to tell somebody, you got way more going for you than you've been giving yourself credit for, but you've been magnifying the wrong thing. But I need you to speak this over your life. Say, but I'm changing that tonight. Tonight, tonight. Psalm 34, 1 says this. I will bless the Lord when? At all times. That's a choice to magnify the Lord at all times. Now, here's the trip. He did not just say when I get a blessing. He did not just say when things are good. He did not just say when you get an email you want to receive. Watch me. He said when you get an email that pisses you off. Can I talk, can I talk to adults on a Wednesday night? He says, when you get that, he says, I want you to bless me. Watch me. When you get a call that's good, bless me. When you get a call that makes you want to cry, bless me. If somebody say they with you, bless me. If somebody leaves you, bless me. Oh, my God, you're about to catch it. If you know how it's going to work out, bless me. If you don't know how it's going to work out, bless him. Y'all not saying nothing to me tonight. If you're stressed about your future, bless me. If you feel good about your future, bless me. If things are going amazing, bless me. If things are going horrible, bless me. If you want to give up, bless me. If you want to fight, bless me. In other words, God says the whole time I need you to keep your magnifying glass on me. Why? And make sure my praise never ever leaves your mouth. In other words, watch me. It's hard to complain when you praise it. It's hard to complain when you're saying thank you. It's hard to complain when you You ever met somebody that was just full of joy and you knew their story and you were like, why are you so full of joy? Can I tell you? They know how to magnify correctly. And you're sitting next to somebody, you're streaming with somebody that has learned how to magnify correctly. And consequently, because I know how to magnify right, I move different, which means what stops you actually gives me gas. I, what makes you want to quit is what actually makes me want to fight. See, the wrong thing to do to somebody with a magnifying glass is think that you're going to stop us. Why? Because all I got to do, let me get to a dead end, baby. Well, 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 wait, wait. All I got to do is turn my glass over here, and I've discovered that he's a God that makes ways out of no ways. He's a God that opens doors no man can shut. My praise for what? Continually. Continually. Which means we don't stop. 
we can't stop. Here, here's why you get stressed, because you stopped. Here's why you get angry, because you stopped. And you stopped being, watch me, a praiser, and you started being a commentator. You're a commentator. Because now all you do is sit up and make commentary on the report. All you do is sit, but this is what they said, and this is what he said, and this was going on there. And God says, listen, I need you to turn your magnifying glass back to me, and I need you, watch me, if you watch me, pay attention. If praise is continually in your mouth, watch me, then complaining can't be. It's simple, it's simple, and you're like, I know that's good, that's good, that's right, but you don't do it though. See, I need you to shift from knowing to doing tonight. Because the bigger you make him, watch me, it's not that God gets bigger, it's that he becomes bigger to you. In other words, watch me, when I begin to magnify the Lord and keep his praise continually in my mouth, what happens is that I don't see my issue as that big of a deal anymore. Matter of fact, what was stressing me out, I kind of forget that it was even stressing me out. Oh, my God. Come on, somebody say continually. It's hard to cuss folk out when you're a continual praiser. And I'm not saying they may not be in need of that particular cussing. But it's hard to focus on that if you keep praise in your mouth. Come on. Somebody say, I'm a praiser. Let me test the room. Because some of you said it and you, you, I'm a praiser. (laughs) Baby back. Watch me. Watch me. Watch me. Watch me. Which means I don't need good news to praise him. If he doesn't do anything else, his credit is already good with me. I'm about to give you an opportunity Wednesday in this building and online. On three, if you're a praiser, can I get you to let him know that you are? One, two, three, go. Hey! Glory to God. Glory to God. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Grab a seat. Watch this. If praise is continually in your mouth, pay pay attention, pay attention, then this means that magnification isn't just what you look at. To magnify is also what you speak about. Um, for some of you, you've made the devil much bigger than he is because you prof- you're a Satanist. You talk more about him than you do the Lord. For some of you, you have made your enemies way bigger than what they are because that's all you fill your mouth with, which means to magnify the Lord is not only what I look at, but it's also what I speak about. Question, what are the majority of your conversations about? What's so-and-so doing? What they not doing? What's not right? What you mad about? But you, you vent and you vent. You, you, you ain't got that much to vent about. You don't do that much. It gets me. Some people be venting a lot. And I'm like, what you vent? You don't do enough to be venting. A vent is to release hot air. You ain't produce nothing. So your air is not hot. It's quiet in the building right there. Watch me. Look at verse 2. He says, my soul. Come on, y'all. Which is important because this means praise and magnifying. Watch me. Is not the spiritual. You are a tripart being. You are a spirit. That's your subconscious mind. You live in a physical body and you possess a soul. That is your mind. Come on. Thoughts, 
will, which means praise, pay attention, can change my mind. I'm just trying to make this as simple as I can. Because some of you, I just need to get, go, go in the spirit. Mm -mm. No, what, what I do in the spirit needs to be effective enough to change my soul. My soul, my mind makes its boast in the Lord. My will makes its boast. In other words, you go from saying, God, I'm so tired, to yes, Lord. Come on. That's why I had you saying yes at the beginning of the church. Why? Because I need your soul, watch me, to make its boast in the Lord. Which means my mind is changing because of what I magnify. My will is changing because of what I magnify. Watch me. My emotions. See, for some of you, like, I'm just so emotional, I can't praise. Let me tell you, you got this thing twisted and reversed. What you need to do is go into praise. Why? Because it's going to change your emotions. For everybody under the sound of my voice, where well, you've been a little emotional lately, I need you to shout like you ain't never shouted when I count to three. Why? Because you're about to shift your emotions. One, two, three, go! I'm about to shift my emotions. I'm going to shift my emotions. I, I'm not being punked by my emotions. I control my emotions. Why? Because my magnification changes my soul. Y'all still with me? That's me. The man that had a son, he brought to Jesus, and, and the Bible says that he says this to the Lord. He says, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. That's me. Literally, the, the Greek phrase there means he made a war cry. <laughs> Pay attention. In other words, he was so emotional about his inability to fully believe that what he did was instead of magnifying his unbelief, he magnified the Lord. And so because he magnified the Lord, here he is in front of Jesus. Just imagine. He's in, come here. Come here. He's in front of Jesus. All right? He's in front of Jesus. Come here. Come here. He's in front of Jesus. You're going to be Jesus. You're going to be the man. All right? All right? So the man gets in front of Jesus. Watch this. Now, remember, his son has got issues. And watch me. When you're a parent that loves your children, sometimes you can feel when they're off. I wish I had some parents. You can sense when they're off. You can sense when they're uh, emotional. You can sense when something is going on. And watch me. And when you get mature as a parent, you learn not to always ask them what's going on because you know you're going to rub them the wrong way. Instead, what you do is, is you just say, I can tell something, my Father, in the name of whatever. See, some of you parents need to learn how to be snipers in the spirit. You talk too much when you need to pray more. Mm. You got to be a sniper. I can see something's off with my son. Uh-uh. Whatever witch, whatever warlock, whatever. Something's off with my daughter. Whatever spirit's trying to get her confused, messed up, jacked up, tied up, tangled up. I seize it up and bind it up in the realm of the spirit. Look at somebody next to you and say, you're a sniper in the spirit. You're a sniper. Which means we didn't see you coming, but we felt the power. We don't know who prayed for the change, but we felt the change. We don't know who prayed for the atmosphere to shift, but I felt the shift. So this man, this man, this man, he's in front of Jesus. He says, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. Watch this magnify. Literally, what this means is this man gave a war cry. Now, now, give me war cry music. Give me something like a war cry. You know, something like, you know, evolution time or something. Give me something. Give me something. Give me something. Give me something. See, because some of y'all, this is your mornings start too slow. Some of you need to start your mornings like this. You need to wake up to something that makes you. So all of a sudden now you got an energy, you got a strength about you, you got a fight about you. 
He says, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. Then the man starts hollering at Jesus. No, you miss it. You miss it. You miss it. You miss it. He said, I got a, two choices. I can look at what I haven't been able to fix with my son. Or his praise will continually be in my mouth. Or I'll magnify the Lord. And since the Lord is here, watch me. I'm going to shout as loud as I can because he's here. See, for some of y'all, the enemy tries to punk your praise and punk your worship. Why? Because he does not want you to get your breakthrough. But I wish you'd make the devil out to be a liar. I wish you'd punk that punk tonight since the Lord is here. Can I get you to turn your attention to the Lord? And can I get you to release praise for five seconds? Go. Five. Four. Let's go. Three. Let's go. Two. Let's go. One. Listen. Listen, the man said, the man said, my unbelief, watch me, this isn't even, listen to me, this isn't intellectual. <laughs> Pay attention. This is directional. And, and some of y'all, you want, you want steps and you want, and you want four steps to this and five steps to this and I need to count to ten, I need to count to five and I need to, and that's cool. But can I tell you, watch me, this man was a learned man. He was an erudite man. And he said, listen, this doesn't even make intellectual sense. Because if I said, Lord, uh, I believe, but help my unbelief, Jesus, pay attention, didn't give him a preaching about faith. Jesus didn't give him a message about faith. Instead, what the man did is the man began to magnify. Come on, the Lord. See, some of you all watch me. You want intellect when God says you need to redirect. I, middle section, y'all better come on here. You want an intellectual dialogue. I just need to sit down and talk it out. That's good. But until I can do that, what I need to do now is magnify the look. You, you may be driving down the car, driving down the street in your car, just going up in the Holy Ghost. You may be in your job, in the bathroom, talking about, yes, Lord. Lord, I still believe you. Yes, I still trust you. Yes, I know you're going to make it work for my good. Sometimes you're going to have to step aside and get... Somebody say, it's directional not intellectual thank you all my soul makes its boast thank you all in the lord watch me let the humble hear and be glad now pay attention that word boast there means celebrate so my mind thoughts will and emotions celebrate the lord so part of my magnification is my glorification i celebrate the lord which means i can't just say lord i'm looking to you and then go watch netflix I can't just say, Lord, I'm looking to you and then get on the phone gossiping. No. Uh -uh. In other words, watch me. Watch me. My magnification has to come with glorification, which means, God, I'm going to celebrate you. So not only do I magnify you, but I celebrate you. Be careful of people, watch me, who cannot celebrate the Lord openly. Bishop, what do you mean be careful of people that can't celebrate the Lord openly? Because what you're saying, if you won't celebrate him openly, is that you want him to bless you openly, but you only want to give him glory in private. And I don't know about you. Watch me. Watch me. It, what if I told you that he matches the way he blesses you commensurate to the way you bless him? That's Bible. Samuel, first Samuel said, I will give honor to whom honors me and whoever dishonors me, I will dishonor. In other words, God says, the way you give it to me is the way I'm going to give it to you. Based on that fact, my soul makes its boast. My soul makes its boast, which means I'm going to celebrate and I could care less about what you got to say. I could care less about how loud you think I am. Baby, this is not for you. 
this is for God. You may not like it, but I don't care. You may think I'm too rambunctious, I don't care. You may think I'm too radical, but guess what? When you were living for the enemy, you were radical. When you were at the clubs, you were radical. When you was jumping and like it's hot and it wasn't nothing but lukewarm, you were radical. So don't tell me that you're a quiet Christian when you want them to bless you openly in front of everybody else. Watch me. I'm going to give you another opportunity. For those of you that want to see God bless you out in the open, I need you to praise him in a way out in the open that disregards what anybody around you thinks. Go. God, I, whoop. God, do it for me. God, do it for me. God, do it for me. I want everybody to see what you're about to do for me. I want everybody to see what you're about to do for harvest. Come on, somebody say, do it openly, Lord. Let's go. My soul celebrates. Magnification requires what? Glorification. It celebrates him. My means, watch me, my emotions celebrate him. Which means even if I'm crying tears, of sorrow, I make them turn into tears of joy. Even if you're angry, last night on the preview I talked about just having frust just frustrating moments. Well, listen, listen, I don't live there, and I appreciate the prayers, and I came back, my office was full of gifts and stuff, and said, we fight, man, of God, fight, man. I'm like, I don't live in that place, watch me, because what I've learned to do, watch me, is to take whatever the emotion is and turn that thing right over here. Let me see. They got this, they got this big old Bible. <laughs> the big old, look, look, this thing is huge. And look, you can see it get used because, you, you, look, listen, if your Bible, listen, listen, your Bible should be toe up so your life won't be. If your Bible ain't toe up. Mm. So watch me. You may be frustrated. You may be angry. You may be mad. But what you have to do is shift those emotions. Say shift the emotions. Shift the emotions. You got to shift the emotions. Watch me to now put it on his word. Mm -mm, mm -mm, you, you missed it. See, maybe what you're dealing with is a dirty situation. <laughs> and he, watch me. The problem is you're not even built to stand in this position. See, some of you, I'm just always tired because you're looking at the wrong thing. You would be tired standing all day looking at dirt. You would be tired standing all day looking at a messy situation. What you have to do is say, wait a minute, my soul makes its boast in the Lord. Which means not only I celebrate him, but I rave for the Lord. What does that mean? That means that I act like a pure D fool. But look at this last word, married. Uh, I told you this on Sunday, is that when my soul makes its boast in the Lord, part of magnification includes, what's that word I gave you? glorification, which means, Lord, we're married. In other words, let me say, God, you ain't going nowhere. I'm not going nowhere. Which means, Lord, when I am frustrated, I don't threaten you with my exit. Because some of you wonder why people can't trust you. It's because exit's always your first option. 
If the first thing you put on the table all the time, but maybe I just shouldn't do this, but maybe I just shouldn't. Well, since you like to keep X's on the table, watch me, you cannot trust where there's uncertainty. So God says, I need you to make a boast in me that lets me know even if I'm not doing what you want me to do, you ain't leaving me. A bunch of people had left Jesus one day because Jesus got up and he was teaching about communion. And when he taught about communion, he taught about it in such a controversial way. The people thought that he was literally talking about cannibalism. He says, unless you drink my blood, is he a vampire? And unless you eat my body, they said, this is too much. So people got up and they started leaving. And they started leaving Jesus in droves. Jesus looked around at the 12 and he says, you going to leave me too? This is what I love about Jesus is his question wasn't why they leave. His question was, I just want to know if you're part of them or you're with me. Some of you all, you want answers that don't even matter. I don't really care nothing about the backstory. Just are you with them or are you with me? Because I just need to know who I can count on. Oh, my God. What if I told you that God was making some things come to an end in 21? Because in 2022, you need certainty of I need to know that if you with me, you are with me. And if you're going to fight with me, you're going to fight with me. I don't have time to be doubting and uncertain and unsure. And one day you up and one day you down. Listen, I'm about to take off in 2022. I need you to speak that. Say, I'm about to take off in 2022. Say, I don't have time for uncertain passengers. Why? Because when the door to this plane shut, we all going up. And if you ain't on the plane, baby, you got to stay at the airport. I need you to open your mouth and give God a praise that he's surrounding you with certainty. Look, 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 look. look. God says, I need to know part of your magnification means we're married. You ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. God says, God says, if if your magnification, you ready? It doesn't include dedication. Then, then, then what I'm talking about. Then what happens, I love it. Then what happens is God says, you, you, this is why you feel so uncertain. This is why you feel like God's going to let you down. Because the truth is you left. You divorced him in your mind. You quit his way in your mind. Do I have some honest people in here? Maybe you didn't say it, but in your mind, you were like, what's me? I can, can I be honest with you? Can I be honest? I'm a, can, can, can I be honest? I can sense in the spirit right now those of you that did that today. Ooh, but you got the right plan, wrong man. Why? Because we're about to bust that. We're about to shut that spirit down right now. I need you to elbow somebody next to you and say, this is the believer's row. Come on, speak to him. Say, everybody on this row? Say, magnification. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Say, glorification. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And say, dedication. He ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. It is what it is. For the rest of my life, Psalm says, I'll serve the Lord. Let's go. Let the humble hear and be glad. Humble there means those that feel afflicted. Anybody, you feel like you're being afflicted now. What is affliction? It's an attack you didn't provoke. Stuff's coming against you you didn't start. 
right. In need. How many of you feel like there's some areas of your life that are in need? You feel that way. Right. How many of you, you feel like there's some areas in your life that seem like they lack? Mm-hmm. Let's be yeah. Now, the key words are feel in need and seem like they lack. Because the lack isn't real, nor is the need. Here, here's, here, here's, here's the issue. The issue is that you're magnifying it. So you've made something real that isn't real. And here's what, here's what we've learned in America. If you repeat a lie long enough, it eventually becomes the truth if it's unchallenged. And for some of y'all, watch me. You keep, I don't have it. 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 And now you actually walking around believing that. And God says, no, you have it. Watch me. You have it. You're just magnifying this area. But if you came over here, you would discover, uh-oh, what did I give you? I gave you seed. And you are a farmer that has everything that you need in seed form. Somebody open your mouth and say, I am not in need. And I lack nothing. It says, let, the, let, let them hear and be glad. Here is a faith word. Uh-oh, here we go. Romans 10, 17. So faith comes or grows from hearing and hearing through the word. Whatever you hear, you eventually believe. So not only is magnification, you ready? Not only is it what I look at. Not only is it, y'all listen to me? Not only is it what I talk about. You ready? but it's what I hear. What I hear determines what I magnify. Somebody gonna get the lesson to that. I'm making, I'm chopping this meat up as small as I can. So faith grows from hearing. Watch me, that works both ways. Which means if you constantly hear negativity, you're going to have faith in negativity. If you constantly hear complainers, you're going to have, that's why sometimes you just need to put your phone on DMD. Do not disturb, why? Because you're not calling me with no negativity, why? Because I'm trying to go up in faith and you're trying to tear down my faith. So right now ain't nothing for us to talk about. So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the what? Through the word. Now, now this is interesting because I talked about this lady, um, the woman with the issue of blood. Twelve years. How many years? Twelve years. Same issue. The Bible says, she, she, I want you to read it, the underlying portion. One, two, ready, read. This, listen, I love about She had heard. <laughs> okay, some of y'all get late. She had heard. Okay, pay attention. She's got her issue of 12 years. And, and let's just be honest. Her issue with 12 years seems like overwhelming. Like, get, get, a, get, get, this, get all this section of toys. Get this whole section of toys. Like, you ever felt like your issue is so much? I mean, listen, I'm just, everybody's got issues. Things are going on in America. I, I, got, I got problems happening in my life. And it, it just feels like a truck just ran through my Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me today. It, it, it just seems like no matter what I do, it gets worse and worse. And my problems, watch me, now they're mega problems. I got, I got mega problems and I got issues. Matter of fact, this thing is so spooky, it's supernatural. It feels... Watch me. Watch me. Watch me. She's got an issue for 12 years. I said she's got an issue for 12 years. Her issue felt like all of this. You, you ever had an issue that felt like? And it's been around so long, watch me. 
you kind of used to it now. You've learned, watch me, you ready? I'm going to help you. You've learned how to live in it. And I don't even want to try to fix it. I just have learned to just, just, just be all. And it's not comfortable because this thing is putting a hurting on my side right here. It's not comfortable. I don't like it. I'm just sitting in it and I've learned. And, I, and the enemy wants me to think this is the way it's got to be. But I came to tell somebody, please, your wait is over. I need you to please make this declaration. Say, I'm coming out of this. I'm coming. Come on, I need you to say it with some authority. Say, I'm coming out of this. I'm for 12 years. For 12 years. For 12, that's a long time. 12 was the biblical number of foundation, which means she just accepted this is my life. This, here it is. This is my lot. I guess this is just the way it's going to be. This is it for me. This, watch me. You'll spiritualize it. I just, this is just part of my cross. Pay attention. But she heard the reports about Jesus and she came up behind him in the crowd and she touched his garment. Pay attention. Okay. So, so magnification is not only what I look at. It's not only what I talk about, but it's also what I hear. After 12 years, you think baby girl has lost her desire to hear good news. Okay. I'm going to talk over here because y'all ain't said. I'm coming back over here, y'all. Act up again, yeah? You think that baby girl would say, this has been this way so long, when I hear that it could change for me overnight, I don't even really want to hear that. Watch me. I don't want to get my hopes up. Because I've been so disappointed time after time after time after time, and I watched it happen for other people, watch me, who did worse than me. And I'm not perfect, but I'm just saying, dog, God, I don't do like that. I'm not, I'm not trying to judge nobody. I'm just saying I ain't out there like that. Why is it you see me to take care of them? Can I preach like I want to and not taking care of me? I, can I tell you your problem? You have a magnification problem because you are focusing on all the wrong things. Pay attention. Instead of paying attention to how long you've been in it, you need to focus on how quick you can come out of it. I... Middle section, where y'all at? Instead of paying attention to how much you've spent, instead you need to thank God you had it to spend. You're magnifying the wrong thing. Instead of saying how much stress it is, you need to thank God that you haven't cracked up under the stress. You're magnifying the wrong thing. You're magnifying the wrong thing. So you think she's like, I didn't, mm -mm, Jesus, mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Nope. But she heard. So when she heard that, what did she do? She magnified. Magnification. <laughs> then watch me. It's not just what you see. It's not just what you speak, but it's what you hear. Question. Based on what you hear most, what do you magnify? Some of you, you have so many people that, that are talking in your ear, you can't magnify anything. The preacher told us a few Wednesdays ago that you're having a spiritual orgy because you got 50 voices when the Bible says God's assigned you a man of God, but yet you listen to 45 of them when you can't figure out why you don't know what to do. 
Because you can't magnify one voice when you've got too many voices. You got your mama, you got your cousin, you got your nieces, you got your nephews, you got the news, you got YouTube, you got Twitter, you got uh, uh, TikTok, you got Skype, you got Zoom, you got GoToMeeting, you got... You got Teams. You got, what's the, what's the Google one? Duolingo? Whatever. <laughs> I shouldn't talk too much trash. I might be a Google user soon. Somebody told me today, he said, sir, I was listening to an old, an old archive message. And um, back then, they, uh, back then, I was a, I was a, I'm ashamed to admit it. Back then, I was a Windows user. And I just, and in the message, she said, she said, sir, in the whole message, you were just, you were talking trash about people who use Apple. <laughs> I said, let this be a lesson. Don't never say what you never going to do. Y'all better be careful. Because somebody said, I'll never be in a jacked up relationship. Baby, you married Ike. Shut up. Listen. Be careful what you say you never going to do. So my lesson's learned. So let me retract some. I, I openly retract some of my anti-Google and anti-Android, thank you for one clap, <laughs> comments. Now, if I play with the Samsung stuff tonight and don't like it, I'm back on Target on Sunday. Listen, here we go. She heard the reports. Question, what reports do you hear? Because can I tell you the, mo the most you listen to? Somebody said, I listen to the word all day. Okay, that's awesome. I listen to praise music all day. Awesome. Can I tell you what you really listen to most? You. You talk to you more than you talk to anybody else. And sometimes you open your mouth and we hear. <laughs> you ever been meaning to say something to yourself? We're the real people. Meaning to say something to yourself and then you, you said it out loud? I was on the plane today, and the man was moving too slow, and I, I thought my mask was a mute, and I just said, if you don't come on. And I thought, did I say, oh, well, I meant what I said now. You're moving too slow. <laughs> I thought the mask was a mute. I didn't realize it was going to come out. All right, look, look, look. You talk to you more than anybody else talks to you. Question. You ready for me? Y'all ready for this one? You're so focused on nobody else abusing you, are you a self-abuser? You're so focused on nobody else putting you down, do you put yourself down? You're so focused on nobody else doing you wrong, do you betray yourself daily? What do you say to yourself? So for 12 years, can you imagine these conversations? Can you imagine what she feels... And the Bible says that she heard these reports about the Lord. Pay attention, reports, which means she heard it multiple times. Because faith comes by hearing and 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 hearing. So why do I have you repeat things so much? It's not because I need to just have you repeating stuff. It's so that you can hear it over and 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 over. Let's practice. Say, and my next twelve. They'll be my best 12. Come on, let, let's change your self-talk. Say, I am more than a conqueror. Come on, say, I am strong. Come on. Uh-huh, say, I am powerful. Say, I'm a child of the Most High God. Say, everything I touch prospers. 
Say everything I do works out just fine. Say no weapon that's formed against me prospers. I can do all things. I can do all things. I'm not saying it the way I need you to say it. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. I'm amazing. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm in the image and likeness of God. Let's change how you talk to you. Stop calling yourself a loser. Stop saying you just screw stuff up. I just got in somebody's head. Stop it. Stop saying I don't make good relationship decisions. Then you're going to keep not making good relationship decisions. Stop saying, watch me, stop saying I'm late. Uh-oh, 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 I heard you, I heard you, I heard you, I heard you. Say what I say, Bishop. Stop saying you're behind schedule. Stop saying you thought it would have already happened by now. Stop saying you're going to die like that. She heard the reports. And then she came up behind him. And watch me. And she touched the hem of his garment. Because the reports that were circulating, pay attention, you only hear about girlfriend. All right? We're going to call her Sheila. Sheila E. Give them times for me. Give me some times. Give me some times. Come on, Sheila E. Give me some times. Sheila E. You know what I mean? You know. Sheila B. Watch me. You only hear about Sheila. But there was a whole lot of other men and women. Because the report she heard was that people were touching the hem of his garment and were getting healed. You're missing what I'm saying. She heard it was working for other people. This is why I share the praise reports with you. Why? You need to hear it's working for other people. So when you hear that it's working for them, you'll say, well, the same God that did it for him. Is, he's no respecter of persons. He only respects principles. I need you to speak this over your life. Say, he's going to do it for me too. Wednesday, can I get you to talk like an army? Say, he's going to do it for me too. So look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. She heard, then she said, and was glad after 12 years of the same issue. How do you get glad after 12 years of the same issue? Magnifying. It's magnifying. What do you magnify? Um, sometimes I'll hear other people's struggles and stories, and I immediately begin to repent because I'll be like, the fact that you're still going and that's what you're dealing with, I have no right to sit up and say nothing. A big Y'all not hear what I'm saying? Because you're still glad and you still got your issue. Which means during 12 years, she may have had ups, she may have had downs, but at the right moment, she made sure she had the glad, magnifying glass turned in the right direction. And for some of you are at the end of this year, you may have had ups, you may have had downs, you may have had high highs and low lows in 2021, but I need you to turn that magnifying glass before this year ends back to the Lord. Look, 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 look. That's big faith. Like, I'm going to believe this. She didn't, watch me, look at me. She didn't read that in the Bible. The only scripture that references the healing in his, can I teach you Wednesday that line? 
Scripture says there will be healing in his wings. Wings was a Hebrew word for the talit of the of his the garment that he would have wore as a uh, as a leader in the church, as a rabbi, as a teacher, as a man of God. So the Bible says that there be healing in his wings. So the only scripture references he has is referencing healing that would be in the talit, uh, the zitzit of his garment. The problem with that is though is that the scripture doesn't say that that's what she referenced. The Bible says that what she heard was what he did for somebody else. See, what if you stopped getting jealous and started getting inspired? What if you stopped hating on other people and started saying, okay, God, you did that for them in 20 days? Do it for me in 10. Oh, my God. God, you did that for them? God, do it for me. Can I get you, watch me, to celebrate somebody in your section's victory? Go. I'm celebrating you. Uh-uh, some of y'all ain't celebrating good. Some of y'all ain't celebrating good. I'm celebrating you. Why? Because, baby, if he did it for you, he can do the same. Matter of fact, he can do it bigger for me. Speak this over your 2021, the rest of it, and your 2022. Say big. So look, so look Psalm 34.3. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. So what does this mean? Can I teach? We're almost done. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name together. Let's go. So here we go back to the magnifying glass. To magnify is not only what you look at, it's what you speak, it's what you hear. You still got it? Okay. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Watch me. And let us exalt his name together. Pay attention. So when she went to Jesus, she still had the issue. Which means, watch the scripture, magnify the Lord with me. That means me and my challenge. Okay, y'all, y'all, yeah. Because here's, here's, here's what some of y'all need to do. You, you, you say, I'm going to leave my issue over there and I'm going to give him glory. Mm-mm, bring the issue in. No, no, no. What, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? See, see, it's not, I'm not denying the reality of the issue. What I'm doing, matter of fact, is I'm bringing the issue in. And what am I doing? I'm saying now you magnify him too. You'll catch it in a second. You'll catch it in a second. You'll catch it in a second. See, you ought to look like this thing right here. <laughs> I just, it speaks for itself. Listen, I just, what, what's me? What are you magnifying? What are you hearing? What's in your mouth? Pay attention. Pay attention. You ready? Which means when you have a challenge, rather than saying, I just, need to, I just need to walk away from this, and I just need to go praise the Lord. That's cute. <laughs> I actually didn't even mean to say it like that, but I was swallowing it at the same time I was speaking. So it came out. That's cute. <laughs> All right? That's me. Here's mature. Here's where you're at, Wednesday. You ready? Here's where you're at. Here's where you're at. Okay, let's pretend like your issue's on your computer. <sighs> here's, what most, here's, here's what immaturity does. I just need to get away from this. Father, I bless you. I love you. I thank you. But the Bible says, magnify the Lord with me. You bring your behind in here too. Father, right now, in the middle of this issue, I'm telling you, I magnify you. In the middle of my challenge, I'm telling you, God, I don't know how to get through it. I don't know the answers. I don't know how to figure it out. It's making me want to snap, crackle, and pop. It's making me want to holler. I'm not leaving it. You're not leaving me. We got to figure this thing out. Let us magnify. Let us magnify the Lord together. Which means instead of escaping my issue, I give him my issue. 
instead of running from my problems. Because that's me. That's me. When you get back, it's going to be there. So what I need to do, let me bring you in here so that you can change in this. In, let me bring you in here so you can This is why for some of you, you ready for this? Wave your hand at me when I say this. If it applies online, do the hand emoji. Let me already put your hand up because like, I know it's going to apply. You ready? Here it is. There's, there's issues where God has backed you into a corner and not given you the ability to run from the issue. Okay? All right? I see your hands do the hand emoji. There's stuff God is like, mm -mm, you're not getting a break from this. You're not going to get any break from this. Why? Because you're going to learn. You and your challenge magnified me. You and your issue. You and your grief magnified me. You and your frustration magnify me. And until you can learn how to bring your issue into, watch me, and lay it at my feet and bring it into my presence, that issue's still going to be there when you get back. But if you bring it into my presence, watch me, you ain't going to leave the same way you came. Let's go. Let us exalt his name together. Right, his name there, you think, the, Jesus. Um, and, and that's not what the word name there means. Name here means let us exalt his authority. What does that mean? He's got this. You think your little $400 bill is a problem for God? No, seriously. I'm just stressing. Over $400? Well, Bishop, you don't know. Oh, no, don't tell me what I don't know because I know what it is to, get, to give my way out of a valley. Don't tell me what I don't know. I know what it is to, to watch a business you've built and spent years building, watch it collapse over the weekend and build back better and bigger than you've ever done. Don't tell me. Don't, don't tell me that. Watch me, watch me. But you really think he doesn't have the authority for that? Oh, Bishop, I got this health issue. So he doesn't have authority over that? Bishop, my family is crazy. You think he don't know? That's why you there. If you can see that the rest of them people are crazy, then guess what? You must be the one that's sent to make the change. So I'm saying, why'd you put me, why, Lord, why'd you do this to me? Because you're going to be the one to make the change. It means his authority. So let me exalt his authority. God, you're bigger than this. God, you have more power than this. Listen, whenever you got people coming against you, you just need to say, listen, God, you're more powerful than whoever sits in that seat. God, you're more powerful than a president, than a governor, than a king. Than a, you are king of kings, which means I'm not scared of nobody. Why? Because, God, you have more authority than anybody and everybody. I wish you'd elbow somebody and say, he's got authority. He, you ain't scared of no judge. They're not the final arbiter. I'm not stuck. No Supreme Court, no district court, no circuit court. Why? My God has authority. He is ultimate authority. But watch me. Then it means exalt his character. What does this mean? His reliability. God says, when you exalt my name, I you saying Jesus, can I be honest with you? And we sing songs, and, and I love them, and we'll say, say the name Jesus, the name Jesus, Jesus. That's actually not his name. Uh-oh, some of y'all just. Mm -mm, mm -mm. That's what we call him. That's not what he called himself. Okay, some of y'all lost right there. Bishop, what did he call himself? When Moses said, tell me your name. He said, a year, a year in Hebrew. He said, my name is I am. Pay attention. 
which means everything that follows my I am is literally his name, which means I got to be careful what I put after I am or I am because what I'm saying is, God, you put your name on this. This is why the Bible says I can do all things through Christ. God, in other words, I'm putting his name on it. I'm putting his name on it. Let us exalt his name and his character. Say so he's, he's reliable. He's faithful. He's consistent. All right, pay attention. Pay, pay attention to this. All right, so, 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 so really what, what, what Sheila did is Sheila said, God, you have authority over this issue. And God, your character is good. Because watch me. Look at what she magnified. The Bible says she spent all she had but grew, grew no better. But that means she had to do good to have something to spend. Some of you, I can't believe it costs that much, but you got it. Y'all not talking to me tonight. I, I can't believe I'm dealing with this, but you're dealing with it. I can't believe this is happening to me, but, you, but watch me, but you're handling it. You're magnifying the wrong thing. Watch me, watch me. And God says, look at my character. This is if I ever failed. Jeremiah says, there is nothing too hard for God. So God is like, I need you to exalt my character. Don't make me in your image. To where, to where, watch me, what do we sometimes do? We sometimes mirror. So we think God is going to be like how we are. So we wishy-washy. Some of you, can I, go, can I get real Wednesday? There's some of y'all, you won't even pray because you had a wishy-washy day. And you're like, he ain't really probably trying to hear from me right now. Okay. How many of you, you've ever, come on, let's be honest. You're at Harvest. You can be healed so you can be real. You'd be like, Lord, I didn't, I look, I ate too much and cussed folk out and did this and did that and did that. And I, and I got mad and I was driving aggressive and I did this and I did this. And now you start listening all of a sudden, you're like, you ain't trying to hear me. Can I tell you? That's when he wants to hear from you the most. Okay, I'm going to talk over here. I gave him an opportunity. So it's me and y'all for the rest of the church. You ready? Right? God says, when you feel furthest from me, that's when I want to hear from you the most. Because God's not trying to convict you or condemn you and throw you down. God brings conviction which lifts you up. In other words, the Lord says, when you feel far from me, baby, I need you to run to me. I'm a father with my arms open waiting on you to tell me about your day. Tell me about what's stressing you out. And then when you begin to magnify you, you'll watch me turn that thing around. I'm going to give y'all one more shot. I'm going to give y'all one more shot. God says, when you feel furthest from me, that's when I need you to run to me. I when you feel like I don't want to hear from you, that's when I need you to go in prayer the most. Why? I'm not trying to condemn you. I'm trying to lift you up. So let's go. So, so Selah had what? Big faith. What's faith? Hebrews 11 and 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Substance means action. She could have sat there and heard the reports and never done anything about it. What have you heard and not acted on? What have you heard and not acted on? It's the substance of things hoped for, things. So pay attention. Faith, it comes from this Greek word pragma, where we get our word pragmatic. Um, watch me. It means business, matter, work, action. Now, faith is business. It's matter. It's work. It's action. So faith is not a feeling in your heart, bro. Faith is not just focusing on Jesus, bro. Faith means I worked. Mm. Faith means I handled business. 
faith means I took care of important matters. And faith means I took action. So she heard, pay attention, she magnified. And now her faith is like, I better go touch the hem of his garment too. It didn't say I had to speak to him. It just said I had to touch what was touching him. Some of you all add steps he doesn't add. I got to move. I hoped. Hoped is this Greek word, el peace, which means I anticipate it. I welcome it. I prepare for it. So pay attention. This woman, what's her name tonight? Oh, Sheila. Y'all remember the video? Why y'all acting like y'all don't know the video? That's literally the move in the video. Wow. Wow. Okay, listen. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> you ready? Look. So she hears these reports. She magnifies the reports. I'm going to show you how you're going to change things. All right. Then what does she have to do? She has to take a journey to get to him. She got to pack up her lunch. She got to get her water together. She has to begin to take action to get to him. Then she has to mentally prepare for the fact that since he's unclean, people may say, get away from him. Some of you all need to prepare for rejection. Mm. Why? So if you give me a no, I realize I ain't stopping until I get a, oh my God. I'm not stopping until I get a yes. That's why you got to give God a yes so that there's a yes in the spirit for you. Can I get you to open your mouth and say, yes, Lord. Yes. So, so she's got to prepare. She prepares herself. She literally anticipates and welcomes being healed because notice when Jesus he says daughter your faith has made you well he doesn't say go sow yourself to the priest so you can be declared clean which would have been the appropriate custom because she was unclean based on her continual flow of blood which means pay attention I'm going to tell you something you ain't never heard which means she had a change of clothes okay all right I'm going to go back to the city where they shout Bishop, what do you mean? Because she would have had to go back to the priest to show herself to the priest so that they could take the garment that she had to wear. Because when you were unclean in that day, you had to wear a garment that let everybody know that you were clean, unclean. Well, watch me. Jesus doesn't say go show yourself to the priest, nor does he say take the garment off, which means that girlfriend had to have a change of clothes ready because she said, oh, today is my day. I Middle section. She said, today is my day, which means, watch me, I'm, I'm acting like I already got the job. Y'all not saying nothing. I, I'm acting like I already got the house, already got the car, already got the breakthrough, already got out of this. I'm acting like I already got. Matter of fact, some of you, you need to start dressing like for where you're headed. You need to start acting like for where you are already headed. Somebody say, I got my change of clothes ready. I'm welcoming it. 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 I'm wel you looking at houses and ain't even got a loan. You looking at you're looking at opportunities that you don't qualify for. You're looking at things that don't even make any sense. Why? I'm welcoming it. I'm preparing for. I'm welcoming it. I'm preparing for. Somebody say, I'm welcoming it. I'm preparing for it. I ain't a leader yet, but I'm preparing to be one. 
I'm not walking in my full call yet, but I'm preparing to do it. Listen to me. Listen to me. I, I wrote my first message. I wrote my first message. I wrote my first message, and I wasn't a preacher. At the time, I wasn't a pastor. I was a leader in ministry. I wrote my first message. I got in an accident that night, New Year's Eve, coming, coming from church. I went home. I opened the scripture. I looked at the scripture. The Lord spoke to me audibly. He said, I looked at Paul the Apostle. He said, son, and that's what you are. And at that time, I didn't know what that was. I said, okay, cool. All right. All right. And that night, I wrote my first message. Pay attention. I didn't have a church. Pay attention. You're going to get it. I didn't have a church. I was, my primary responsibility was not preaching. My primary responsibility was leading and teaching on the backside. But God got me prepared on the front side. Some of y'all better hear me. In other words, I was welcoming and didn't even know what I was welcoming. I, and for some of y'all, you thought you wasted time planning. You didn't waste time. You been. For every person where you've written a plan or you've written some goals or you've written some things you like to accomplish, I need you to lift your hands and worship God for five seconds. Why? Because you're welcoming it. You're welcoming it. You, you didn't even know what you were planning for. You didn't even know what you were welcoming. Do you hear me? You didn't even know what you were welcoming, what you were planning for, but you're welcoming it. Say, come. I'm ready. Come. I'm ready. Come, I'm ready. Come, I'm ready. Come, I'm ready. 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 Look. Look, look, look. It's the substance of things. I got to finish. We're almost done. Of things hoped for. Watch me. The evidence. Listen, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Evidence comes from the scene of a crime or something that has happened. There's evidence here that someone dropped some seeds. There's evidence here that somebody sat on this box. There's evidence here that whoever sold this, I prophesied to their seed. that this seed is going to open up something supernatural for them in the next 72 hours. Come on, somebody say there's evidence. Well, you can't get evidence unless something already happened. This isn't like, yeah, what was that movie where like pre-crime, they had pre-crime where they would predict something, somebody was going to do something and people would get arrested for stuff they never did because it was called the Department of Pre-Crime. Y'all know? Something. Minority Report. Some of y'all have been reading the Minority Report. When you need to look at the Majority Report. What's the Majority Report? That's the report of the Lord. Which means, according to God, this has already happened. So the reason that even though I don't know what to do, but when I get in it, all of a sudden I begin to feel like I know what it is that I'm supposed to do, even though I've never done it before, is because according to God, this has already happened. Can I prophesy? You already out of debt. You, you're already the curse breaker. You're already the business owner. You're already seeing your family saved. Somebody say, this has already happened. Already, already. Say it again. Already, already. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go. Look. So faith, faith, 
Faith takes action. Say action. I got to finish. James 2.17. So faith by itself, if it doesn't have works, it's dead. So let's connect this message. You ready? Let's connect this message. Because Sheila had big faith. Y'all ready? Say big faith. She magnified the Lord. Magnified the report she heard. Because part of magnifying is what you see, what you hear, what you speak. That determines what you magnify. She hears reports that other people are getting healed. After 12 years, the Bible says she heard, and we know she had to be glad. She's so confident that this time is going to be different, even though she has a 12-year track record of no results. Because she knew how to magnify. She said, every loss got me closer to a win. I'm going to tell somebody, every loss just simply got you closer to another win. Let me help some of my single people. Every failed relationship just got you closer to a good one. Oh, my God, can I preach? David had to go. Uh, when Saul, uh, when uh, Samuel, the man of God, comes to Jesse's house, when they go to the house, seven of Jesse's sons go before David, and they were counterfeits. It wasn't until we get to David, which is the eighth son, where the Lord says, this is the one. This is it. Which means I'd have to go through one. And if I don't magnify right, I'll stay stuck in failure saying, what's wrong? Ain't nothing wrong. I'm just waiting on next. And I got to get to two. Well, what happened? Uh, two. Well, ain't nothing wrong. I just got to get to three. I got to get to four. I got to get to five. I got to get to six. I got to get to seven. Because when I get to eight, eight is the number of a new beginning. Somebody say, I had to go through it. All right, look, 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 look. Because some of you are like, oh, my God, oh, my There's 8 billion people on this planet. I wish you would let one ruin your day. I wish you would let one make you feel like life is over. I, look at somebody say, I wish you would. I wish you would. That's a southern colloquialism, which means don't do it. Faith needs big prayer. Can I finish the message? Matthew 17, 20. So he said to them, because of your little faith, which means faith can grow. So we already discovered Sheila got what? Big faith. Mm -hmm. Look at this. He said to them, because of your little faith, for truly I say to you, if you have faith like a grain of a mustard seed. And I wanted you to see this. I've showed you these before, but I need you to see just how small, just how small a mustard seed is. Do, do you see that? Get up on it. Get up on it. There you go. Hold on, let me get out the shot. There you go. You see how small it is? It looks like something wrong with the screen. Those are mustard seeds. Say mustard seeds. You keep talking about, I just, I just need more faith. All I need is a hunch. All I need, watch me, all I need is one meeting that went halfway good. All I needed was one call back. Y'all not going to say nothing to me. All I, need, all I needed was one person to say, I'm with you. All I, all I needed was one interview. Who am I talking to? All I needed, all I needed was something small. I didn't need nothing big. Baby, give me a hunch and I'll make it happen on a... I see. He, 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 said, he says, if you have faith, the great of a mustard seed. Well, 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 why does he use a mustard seed? Like, why did he say watermelon seed? Those are bigger. 
Why didn't he say, you know, apple seed, orange seed, lime seed, jalapeno seed? You need hot faith. <laughs> like, all of those make perfect sense, except for the fact that this is the smallest of all seeds. Elbow somebody next to you say, don't sleep on your small. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I do not like the way they said that to you. Okay, look at somebody else. We'll give them another chance in a minute. Look at somebody else. Say, I said don't sleep on your small. You keep saying, I just got a little talent. Baby, have you seen the people that get put on these days? You don't need that much talent. I just have a little skill. Have you seen the people that get put on? Somebody said, I will not sleep on my small. I got to go. Oh, my God, I got to go. Why do you say mustard seed? Because they're one millimeter in diameter. They're small. It takes three to ten days for them to germinate, to begin to grow. Only if they're placed in isolation. So Sheila, for 12 years, has to live in isolation. She can't be around people. Let me say it another way. She's been quarantined. Stay at home order, working from home, zooming, go to meeting. And Sheila had to be isolated. Why? Because that was the only way her faith was going to begin to grow. So for those of you who feel like I'm feel isolated, good. Watch me. And here's the problem: if you try to, if you tr watch me, if you try to break the isolation, I'm gonna help some of y'all. Then, then what happens? Now, I ain't finna mess up this good 24 karat gold water. Um, but just, I'm gonna simulate it. If, if you try to break the isolation, I just, you know, I just, I just feel so alone. I just feel isolated. Don't confuse isolation with lonely. Isolated means we're not both in the same situation. Watch me, watch me. So that means you can have people around you and still be isolated. Because they're not in the exact same situation as you. All right, check this out. If you try to break the isolation, then what happens is now you get mixed in. And now watch me. This, this seed doesn't germinate in this. You're not listening to me. It, this seed doesn't germinate in that. See, for some of you, watch me, here's your problem, is you want so many cosigners that you keep breaking the isolation. And it takes three to ten days just to begin to see growth. Then look at the next thing. You have to place a mustard seed in. Mustard seed, you can't just put a mustard seed anywhere. It has to be placed in dark, that means uncertain. Moist soil, that means emotional. How many people, you've had some overly emotional moments in the last 60 days? Come on, hands up, let's go. Wave at me online. Can, can I help you? Good news. You ready? The tears were to germinate your seed. Can I help you? It had to hurt. 
Why? Because when it began to hurt and your tears began to flow, whether they were natural tears or you cried inside, hear me, the tears were to germinate your faith so that your faith would begin to grow. Sheila, for 12 years, had to cry by herself. For 12 years, she couldn't get in a relationship. But oh my God, for 12 years, she had to be in isolation by herself. So that when God turned it for her, because she magnified properly, everything happened according to schedule. Make this declaration say, I'm right on schedule. So, so let's get this. Let me make this real practical. Then this is the last piece we got to go. We got to go. You ready? Small. All I need is a hunch. Stop saying, Lord, I need 50 signs. Lord, if it's you, turn all the lights off. He ain't turn the lights off. Sometimes he'll just wink at you. You get a little something that makes you say, okay, all right, I'm going to keep fighting. All right. Don't ignore the wink because you wanted, you wanted him to do more than that. All right, look at it. Then it's going to be isolation. When you feel isolated, it doesn't mean you're alone. You just feel isolated. That's the only place your faith can grow. Faith, you ready for me? Your faith can't grow in a group. You missed it. You missed it. You missed it. No, no, no. You need faith around you to stimulate your faith. But when you're dealing with your situations in your life, that's you and God. Get it twisted. You need people. You need you need people. Don't get that twisted. Because anyone say, see, this is why I don't do it with people. I see you. All your rat tat tat tat. I need you pull all that back with them edges. Listen. And then dark. God says, I need you to be uncertain. So baby girl packs up and she goes to meet Jesus, but she has no certainty of what's gonna happen. She don't even know if he's gonna let her around. You want too much certainty. I need it in writing. He ain't put nothing in writing. I need guarantees. He's not, watch me. Let me help some of y'all. He's not going to guarantee anything. The only thing he's going to guarantee is he's going to be with you. And that's all I need. Why? Because if the Lord is with me, who would tell me? I need you to open your mouth and say, that's all I need. Say, if I got God with me, I'm not afraid to be back at one. And then he says, you're going to get emotional. You're going to get emotional. So imagine her emotions. So she's walking towards Jesus. We don't know how far she's got to travel to him, but she heard reports she lived in another region. So she has to find, watch me, there's no, there's no Twitter. There's no Instagram. She doesn't know where he's healing today. Healing on Colfax and uh, uh, Alameda. <laughs> healing at Piedmont Park. Healing in Marietta today. We got a healing service going on. Like, she, he don't know. She don't know. So she's got to hear the reports. Watch me. She's got to put in the work to find where he's at. See, some of you all, you want miracles, but you're lazy. If you don't drop it off in your lap, then you don't want to fight for it. But I'm glad you sat next to a fighter. I'm glad you're streaming with a You don't know half the hell the person they're sitting next to have been through. And I can tell you, let me tell you, they're not a lazy somebody. They're a somebody that gets up and fights. Would you look at them and say, you look like a fighter.
We got to go. We got to go. He says, if you have faith as much as it, you will say prayer. You will say to this mountain. It's a mountain, a big obstacle that you can't move naturally. Move from here to there. And it's going to do what? Move. And nothing will be impossible for you. Pay attention. The Bible says, and she said to herself, which means she prayed. And some of y'all missed it. You missed it. See, because we're spirit beings, everything we speak, heaven counts as prayer. I'm going to say it again. Everything we speak, heaven counts as prayer. Can I give you proof of this in the Bible? And y'all got to go with me real quick because I'm way over time. You ready? Here we go. All right, the Bible says uh, uh, in 1 Kings, it says, and Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. And James, it makes reference to this. It says, and he prayed that it would not rain, and it did not rain. When you go back and look in 1 Kings, Elijah never prayed to God that it wouldn't rain. What Elijah did was said, at my word, there shall be no rain, which means everything that you speak, heaven hears it is prayer. All right, it's back to struck up. Deep, deep, deep. Come on. James says, James says, Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, which means God didn't respect his personhood. God respected the principle. And Elijah prayed that it would not rain for three years, and it didn't. When you go to 1 Kings, Elijah never, ever says anything to God. Elijah's only words are, at my word, it's not going to rain. Sheila, that's what we call her, the woman with the issue of blood for 12 years, the Bible says she said in herself, she said to herself, which means when she said that, heaven said, we just registered a prayer. And not only does she have big faith, but watch what girlfriend got. She got big prayer. I, can I ask you a question? Why would you ask him to do what you can do? You need to ask the Lord to do some stuff that you don't have the ability. Jesus Christ. You need to ask the Lord to do some stuff for you you don't have the ability to do. She said, I clearly can't do this. I've tried for 12 years. She says, but if I can touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made well. I'm going to be good. So somebody said, that's big prayer. That's the kind of prayer you pray when you're catching the bus and you're talking about you're going to be a CEO. Okay. Um, some of y'all. That, that, that's the kind of prayer. Well, you ain't had a date in decades, but you're saying, I, I believe the Lord. That, that's me. That's the kind of prayer where your family is all the way crazy, and you walking around saying, but they are mighty man of God. They are mighty woman of God. That's the kind of prayer where yesterday when you were discouraged and depressed, and today you skipping around, hopping around, talking about this is the day that the Lord has made, and I shall rejoice and be made glad in it. Say big faith, big prayer. Last one, we're gone, big worship. So look, Psalm 35, 27, let them say continually. Here's, here's the problem with some of our worship. You ready? It's not continual. I say lift your hand for five seconds and, and, and five, four, and I'm not beating you up. I'm not beating you up. Hear me. I'm not beating you up. I'm not beating you up. I'm not beating you up. Let me just teach you the principle. And this is so important because sometimes you can become so common with God. 
that you, watch me, it's like a continual, you ever, there's some people when I come around, it's like a continual conversation. So, so I may, listen, and, and I, I don't even recognize I did it until I paid attention to it one day. Since it's like a continual conversation, I may, you know, salome and hey and all this and hug folk and all that. But people that I talk to often and deal with often, it's like a continual conversation. So it's like a pickup of where we were. Watch me. So I don't go through the same uh, pleasantries that I normally would as if our conversation had continued. Catch the principle. Some of you do that with God. God, I worshiped on Sunday. I shouted on Wednesday. I shouted on prayer. And God is like, but this needs to be continual. See, big worship, here's big worship. Big worship is continual. Let them say continually. Let the Lord be magnified who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. Say continual. See, that's big worship. Here it is. Everybody's saying we're done. That's big worship. Big worship is magnification regardless of any situation. Say continual. Continual. So, so she had big faith, big prayer, big worship. Can I get you in this building and online? Whether you want to lift, you want to clap, you want to run, you want to shout, you want to scream, you want to come to the altar, you want to roll on the floor, you want to get up under your chair, just come up out of dinner. You want to kneel, whatever. Can I just get us to just take 60 seconds Watch me, with no music. And can I just get you to give him what you're going to give him for the rest of your life? Say continual. Big worship is continual worship. You only felt discouraged because you stopped. You only felt defeated because you stopped. You only felt like you weren't going to win because you stopped. Because you and I both know when you really go in, you come out feeling like... I wish I would. I wish a ninja would. I wish you would. I wish you would. So if you've seen it work, why'd you stop? Why do we stop? Because sometimes we make his presence common. I worshiped on Sunday, God. Didn't that count? I prayed on Wednesday. We good till Sunday. I see Bishop on Sunday. We gonna pray? Mm -mm. We gonna worship? No, 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 no. God says, in your car. I need you to have moments where you shut the music off and we talk. I need you to have moments where you turn the music up and you worship. I need you to have moments where people think you are nuts because you're driving down the street saying, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. And when they catch you talking, you look at them and smile and keep on praying. And Father, I, I ain't stepping them for 60 seconds. You ready? 60 seconds. You ready? One. You ready? On, online, on campus, whatever that is for you, if it's a shout, if it's a jump, if it's a holler, if it's a scream, I need you to give it to the Lord. One, two, three, go, go, go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. You are amazing, sir. You are incredible, sir. And for this, I thank you. You are my father, you are my protector, you are my provider, you are incomparable. Come on, 30 more seconds, come on, come on, come on, come on. He's your God, he's your provider, he's your father, he's your mother when you're motherless, brother when you're brotherless. He's the way maker, 
He's the door opener. He's undefeated. He's your healer. He is amazing. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, 15 more seconds. Go. 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 Hey, Come on. Just five more seconds. Come on. He's your God. He healed you. He's protected you. He's the reason you got that job. He's the reason you made it through coronavirus. He's the reason bankruptcy didn't kill you. He's the reason frustration didn't kill you. He is. He is. He is. He is. He is. The more I praise him, the better I The more I worship, the smaller my issue is. Magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Do me a favor. Look at somebody next to you. Look at somebody next to you. Say, the Bible says, let us do it together. Say, if you don't mind, I need you to add your worship to my worship. I'm worshiping for you. You worship for me. Say, let's go for each other for just 30 seconds. Are you ready? Whatever you got, Wednesday, give it. Online, whatever you got, give it. I'm going to give you 30 seconds and we're going home. One, two, three, go. This one ain't for you, this is for your neighbor. Can you praise for your neighbor? Can you clap for your neighbor? Can you shout for your neighbor? Come on, this ain't about you right now. Come. Hey! 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 Come on, Facebook! Come on, YouTube! Come on the app. Listen, listen, listen. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go. Tonight, 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 tonight. If you need to become a Christian for the first time, this is your moment. Secondly, if you've given your life to the Lord and you've not been faithful to him, this is your moment to come back. Thirdly, if you're like, Bishop, I, I don't know where things stand, but I want to be sure tonight. Tonight, if that's you in this building, I'm going to ask you to raise your hand when I count to three. Online, I'm going to ask that you do the hand wave emoji and say it's me. One, two, three. If that's you, put that hand up in this building. I see you. God bless you. Online, do the hand wave emoji and say it's me. You need to become a Christian. For the first time, recommit yourself to the Lord and be sure. Everybody pray this. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. Because of this belief and because of this confession. If this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I'm reconnected to you. If I wasn't sure, I am sure. Big faith, big prayer, big worship. I got it now. I'll magnify you at all times. I'll magnify what's going good at all times. 
More is going good for me than not. More is happening for me than against me. In Jesus' name. Listen, if you just prayed that prayer, shoot that text to the information uh, number on the screen. Text decision 877 or scan that QR code. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to the number 877-552-4746 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in the app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday ah feel the whoa with listerine at bj's you can save two dollars and fifty cents now on listerine products like total care anti-cavity fluoride fresh mint mouthwash or cool mint pocket packs fresh breath strips at your nearest bj's location experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with listerine discount available through december 24th save now only at bj's 